Blog Talk Radio. Amibio, Amibi, every hour, Amibi, oh bless me now, my Savior, I come. I need the oh, I need the every hour. I need thee. Oh, bless me now, my God is 
doing with this ministry, amen, to God be all of the glory, amen. To him be the glory. So we want to encourage you. If you need prayer at this time, just press the one and I will bring you in for prayer. Amen. Ain't no shame in my games. I need prayer. I, I want to get in what I can fit in. So we got to learn how to get in where we fit in. We got to learn how not to be ashamed to receive prayer. Amen. Because prayer is the key. Amen. You want somebody to can get a prayer up. Amen. Everybody that prays for you can't get a prayer up. To God be the glory. Sound good, though. Well, they it don't get no further than the, out they mouth to the ground. Amen. <laughs> Good God of mine. We just need to get ready, get ready, get ready for what God is getting ready to do. Amen. Because God is an awesome God, and he's an on-time God. He's a merciful God. He's a mighty God. He is the awesome God. He is the God of all gods, the living God. Amen. I don't see anybody with their hand raised, so we're going to go ahead, and I'm going to go ahead and do the general prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you praise and honor and glory for the message that is coming forth today. Lord, we ask that your name be glorified, O oh God. He said, if if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. We ask you, Father God, to draw all men unto you, O oh God, that souls may be saved, that souls can be healed and delivered and set free. Lord, we thank you that you're a God that is able to do all things with fear. We give you all the glory and honor. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you for the blood that he shed. We thank you for the cross that he carried. We thank you, God, for sending him because you love the world. We give you all the praise and honor and glory, God. We pray, Father God, for protection and healing and deliverance of your people all over the world, oh God, those who are going through many things, many forms of persecution and affliction, Lord. We ask you right now to heal, deliver, and set your people free, God. In the name of Jesus, oh God, we ask you to bless them, fill the cups for whatever they need, oh God, in the name of Jesus, oh God. We thank you and we call on Jehovah Jireh, God. We thank you right now for being our shepherd and supplying our every need, O oh God. For your word declares until that the Lord is our shepherd and we shall not want God. And we thank you right now that we have everything that we need, O oh God. And we are thankful for what you have given unto us, O oh God. In the name of Jesus, O oh God. We thank you that you are that you are our provider, that you are our resource, that you are our present help. We thank you that you are our light in our very darkness, God. We just give you all the glory and honor, God, for it even now, God. We pray, Father God, that you will save souls, oh God, through this ministry like never before. In the mighty name of Jesus, we give you all the glory and honor for it even now, God. In the name of Jesus, we call forth, oh God, those who are sick and those who are lame and those, oh Father, that are blind to the things of God, God. We pray that you will open their eyes and take the scales off their eyes that they may Come and draw to the light of the living God. We thank you even now, God, for souls being saved, O oh God. Your word declares those that win souls for the kingdom of God are wise. And, God, we thank you right now. We ask you to make your leaders and your disciples wise. We ask you, Father God, to make them ministers of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, we give you praise and honor and glory, God. We ask you to meet the needs in the home, whatever that need may be, oh, God. We pray that our bills be paid in the mighty name of Jesus, that they will owe no man nothing but to love them, oh, God. We pray, Father God, that they will will not give to everybody just because they ask, but to give by discretion, oh, God, in the name of Jesus, asking you if this is who. 
where you want this money to go. We pray that they will be obedient and begin to pay their tithes and their offerings in the ministries that you have ordained for them to put their tithes and their offerings, being obedient unto your word and to your call in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you right now for each and every person that's going to be obedient because your word declares that they put meat in your house, it shall be meat in their house. In the name of Jesus, we pray for obedient spirit, not a stiff-necked spirit, but obedient spirit to do what you have asked them to do. In the mighty name of Jesus, we want to thank you for every offering that's coming unto Without Walls Worldwide Ministries. Even now, we thank you for it. Even now, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you for the obedience to do as you have said. In Jesus' mighty name, it is so. We call it done. In the mighty name of Jesus, it is so, and it is done in Jesus' name. Amen. To God be all of the glory. Amen. The message today will come from Luke today. Amen. The message will come from Luke, the 22nd chapter, amen, and I'm going to begin reading at verse number 37, and the word of God reads, for I say unto you that this that is written must yet be accomplished in me, and he was reckoned among the transgressors, for the thing concerning me have an end. And they said, Lord, behold, here are two swords. And he said unto them, it is enough. And it came out and went as he was to the Mount of Olives, and his disciples also followed him. And when he was at the place, he said unto them, pray that ye enter not into temptation. And he was withdrawn from them about a stone cast. And kneeled down and prayed, saying, Father, if thou be willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. And they, and there appeared an angel unto him from heaven, strengthening him. And being in, a, and being in an agony, he prayed most earnestly. And his sweat was as it falling down to the ground. Amen. We're going to stop right there. Um, but I do want to encourage you to go back and read the entirety of the chapter. And I'm just going to kind of tell the story of how we got to verse number 37. But I do want you to encourage you to go back and read it. The title of the message today is, Nevertheless, Not My Will, But Thy Will Be done. On that chapter uh, chapter 22, and, and in the word of God, Jesus had his own earthly ministry. And here uh, Jesus in this chapter was getting prepared to do the uh, uh, the, the Lord's Supper, the communion with his disciples. He was getting ready uh, to be betrayed by Judas for 30 pieces of silver. Uh, he would pray in uh, the Garden of Gethsemane. Uh, Gethsemane, and he would explain to the he was explaining to the his disciples the ones that he appointed and the the ones that would be sent out in the world to do the work of ministry. He was getting them ready. He was preparing them for what he was about to go through, um, the plot that was against to take his life, or the trial that he would face, the cross that he would carry. But Jesus here. Uh, as uh, as a man, he 
was just as much man as he was God, and he was getting ready to 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 go to the cross. He was getting ready to go through great suffering. He said, Father, talking to the heavenly Father, if thou be willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. Jesus was sent for a great purpose. Uh, his suffering, he would be suffering for the world. Uh, the Bible tells us in John 3, 16, that God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son. And Jesus was sent. It was coming a time now that he trusted God, he yet believed God, and he took his refuge in God. And he, even though he asked God, the Father, to remove the cup, in other words, is there any way that we can get around this pain and this suffering that I'm going to have to, to go through? Is it anyway, you know, and many of us, we are the same, you know, when we are going through a thing, a lot of us don't want to go through anything, and, and we will pray, and we have to realize that when Jesus was walking upon the earth in the flesh, that he walked just as much man as he was God, and he, 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 he had pain. He had sorrows. He had all these things, and he was just like we are. But he said, pray to God, and he had to pray. So if Jesus had to pray, we have to pray, and we have to want to do the will of God no matter what. We have to say, nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. In other words, Lord, let your will be done upon earth is what Jesus was really saying. And we must say the same thing. Jesus was about to take on the burden of sin for the world. He was going to carry all uh, sickness. He was going to carry all diseases. He was going to carry all sin. And it was not his, his sin. He was sinning, but yet. His purpose and the will of God for him was about to come to pass on earth. And now Jesus was getting ready to go to the cross. He was getting ready to go through the, the suffering, the trial and tribulation of all the agony of that that was coming with the cross. But he still said unto the Father, not my will but let thy will be done. How many of us would say, nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done for God, the Father? You know, we, we can't make a promise to God and then not keep it. You know, many times we make promise of, unto God and then we won't keep the promise unto God. And especially if we got to go through something, you know, the anointing is going to cost you something. You're going to have to go through some suffering, and you're going to have to go through some pain. You're going to have to go through some mocking. You're going to have to go through some lies. You're going to have to be put on trial. People are going to sell you out. People are going to do many things. You're going to have to go before a judge and a jury. You're going to have to go whether you're guilty or not guilty, but you're going to have to go. And you're going to have to be able to say, nevertheless, Father, let your will be done in my life. You know, uh, I can say my testimony is I've been through many ups, and I had to say, nevertheless, I, I had to have a mind made up to serve the Lord. I had to have a mind made up no matter what came my way. I, I was going to do the work of God. It's not my will, but it's God's will. You know, when we come to the Lord, we come and we give our life to Christ, we no longer belong to ourselves. 
but we belong to the Father. But Jesus, as he as he prepared his disciples for what he was going to do, he, Jesus was getting ready to save the souls of men. He was going to carry that cross of redemption. Jesus, Jesus was prepared and he was ready to to do the will of the Father. Are you ready to do the will of your Father? Or are you just doing your own thing? Did God the Father call you to do the work? Because Jesus was sent to do this work that he was about to do at the cross. He was sent. We can't just be went. But Jesus prayed unto the Father. He said, let this cup pass from me, Father. Because he knew that the Father, Father God, the living God, could do all things. All things were possible. If it's any way, is there any other way, Father, that this can pass by? Can we do it another way? But nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. In other words, saying to God, let your will be done in my life. Let let your will be done in my life. You know, when we pray, we ought to ask God to let his will be done in our lives. I know many of us have our own will and have our own ways and how we want things to be. We made our own plans for our lives, but we can't have no will but the will of God. We have to give up our will to serve God. We have to give up our ways to serve God. We have to give it all up and say, nevertheless, I'm going to serve you, Lord. Nevertheless, I'm going to live for you, Lord. Nevertheless, I want to follow you, Lord. Nevertheless, I want to do your will, not my will, but your will. We have to surrender our life. We have to surrender our will to his will. We can't have no will of our own. Our will must be the will of God. And and when we give our life and our will to him, he already has a plan for us. He already tells us in the word that he has a plan for our life that to do us good and to and, and and no evil. So we have to have his will, not our will, because our will our will will fail us every time, but his will will never ever fail us. We got to give our life to God completely. We can't just have uh, be willing to do the will of God on Sunday. Whatever you consider you doing for God on Sunday isn't his will. Did he really call you to do that? Did he call you to be in the pulpit? Did he call you to be a prophet? Did he call you to be a prophet? Did he call you to be a teacher of his word? Did he call you? Did he send you? Because you must be sent in order to do that will of the Father. Jesus was willing to do the work of God. He was always going about doing good. He was always doing the work of the Father. And he was saying, I'm going around doing the work of my Father. Are you doing the work of your Father? Are you saying nevertheless to those that saying that you're not called? Or are you doing the work and willing to do the work when they say women are not supposed to preach and women are not supposed to be in the pulpit? Are you willing to do the work when they say you're too old to do ministry? Are you willing to do the work? Are you willing to do the work and say, nevertheless, 
when they say that you ain't called nor chosen. You said you called. They she said he a preacher. He said he a preacher. But who called him? Will you be able to say nevertheless? If you get up in front of a crowd of people and began to preach and nobody say amen, will you still say, nevertheless, Lord, let your will be done in my life as it is in heaven. Let it be so on earth. Are you willing to say, nevertheless? Because, see, when you walk with Jesus, if you're truly walking with him, if you're truly doing the work of the Lord, then you're going to have to say many days, nevertheless. You're going to have to say many days, nevertheless, when they put you on trial. Oh, my God. Many of days when your persecution and affliction, because there are many afflictions of the righteous, you're going to have to say, nevertheless, Father, but let thy will be done. And the Lord will strengthen you. He will carry you. He will lead you and guide you. And in his will, if we will accept his will, his way, his purpose, and his plan for our lives, we got to say nevertheless. We can't turn from Jesus. You know, even if we may have to, to walk alone, our family may turn against us, our friends may turn against us, but we got to do the will of the Father. We have to be as Jesus was and say nevertheless. Not my will, but thy will be done on earth. And we got to let God use us. You know how many times some of us say, send me, I go. We tell the Lord, send me, and I go. I do what you want me to do. I say what you want me to say. But when the time comes, oh, I ain't got time. I, I got too much to do, Lord. Not right now. Can we do it later? Mm-mm. When we make a promise unto God to do the work of ministry, we got to say, nevertheless, let your will be done. We got to let him know that we are sincere. Jesus let God know that that he was willing to do the work. He was willing to go through the suffering. He was willing to go through the pain. He was willing to go through the persecution. He was willing to go through. He was willing to carry the cross. He was willing to shed his blood. He was willing to be for his hand and his feet to be nailed to the cross. He was willing to have the crown of thorns upon his head. He was willing, even though they were going to pull his bill from his face and beat him that, so that you couldn't even recognize that he was a man. He was willing to say, nevertheless. I wonder, will you be one that will say, nevertheless? Let God's will be done in my life. Let it be done unto me, the will of the living Father. Will you be willing to step up for Jesus in the time when people are afraid to stand up for Jesus? Will you be willing to say, nevertheless, I'm going to preach the gospel? Will you stand up and say, Lord, I'm willing to do your work. Lord, I'm willing to serve you. No matter where I am right now in my life, in this present moment, and I'm willing to do the work, nevertheless. Nevertheless, it means I means I'm willing to do it no matter what come my way. I'm, I'm willing to do it. No matter what I may be going through, I'm willing to do it. No matter what hell come, no matter what storm come, I'm still ready to do the work of God. We got to get ready. You know, we ought to ask God just as Jesus asked God. You know, when we ask God, we need to ask him, what is the will of my father? My heavenly Father, what is the will? Give me the knowledge and the understanding of your will for my life. We can't have no will of our own. 
but we have to give our give it over. We have to surrender all unto God in Colossians 1, 9, and 10, and I'm going to read it. Paul said, since the day we have heard it, do not cease to pray for you. We've got to pray. And to desire that ye might be filled with the knowledge of the will in our wisdom and spiritual understanding. We must have knowledge of the will and of God for our life. We got to have knowledge and understanding that's going to give us understanding. It's going to give us the knowledge of his will for our life. That we might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. We got to say nevertheless. We need to ask him to give us knowledge and understanding of the will that he has for our lives. So we won't be out there doing our own thing. That we will be walking in the way of the Lord and doing his work, that we will be walking worthy of whatever office that God has called us to do, whatever he's calling us to do and sent us to do, we will be doing it in his will and not in our own will, but in his will. We got to pray unto the Father to know his will. We got to have knowledge. Cannot just have a zeal. We must have a Holy Ghost boldness to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ with conviction. We got to have the will of God. We must know where we're supposed to be. We cannot be anywhere and under every ministry. We need to ask God for his will for our life. And he will give us the will of our lives if we will follow instructions. Even though Jesus was about to, to partake of a cup of suffering, he was still willing to go. Will you be still willing to go? Will your heart and your soul still say yes to the Lord? No, God has work for you to do. He's got more for you to do, but you got to be willing to do it. You got to be willing to serve. You got to say nevertheless to all of this other foolishness that comes to hinder and cause distraction to keep you from doing the work of God. You can't allow fear to come. None of those things. And you must pray as Jesus prayed for the will of God. Even if you don't understand. And sometimes you won't understand all the things that you may go through. But know that it's bigger than you. It's just not about you. Whatever you're going through. When Jesus went to the cross, it wasn't about him. It was about all of us that we could have life through the Son of God, that we could have eternal life. And then everything in our life can be resurrected by the power of the Holy Spirit, that we can live in every area of our life. Jesus came for us. He didn't have no sin. But he took on the burden of sin for the world. He said, nevertheless, Lord, in other words, I'm going to take this cup of suffering because it ain't about me. So we got to learn that it's not about us, but it's about those that are around us that need Jesus. And we got to say, nevertheless, I go. We said, send me, I go, send me, I go. But when time to go, you ain't nowhere near ready. 
You ain't even tried to get ready. You ain't even praying. You don't even have no relationship with God. You lost it somewhere. Got caught up in the world thing. Got caught up in relationship. Got caught up in making more money. Got caught up in making more degrees. We won't say nevertheless to the world thing. We won't say nevertheless to those things. We run it behind them. We ought to say nevertheless to it because it ain't bringing you nothing. We got to get back to the things of God. We got to get back to the work of God. Some of us have backslidden out in the world. We need to come back to God. We got to come out of the world of sheep. We got to get our house in order. We got to get our life with God. We got to get our life right with God. We got to say, nevertheless, to all this foolishness out here in this world, I'm going to serve God if I don't have a friend in the world. I'm going to I'm gonna do the work of ministry. I'm going to do what God has called me to do. I'm going to turn from sin. I'm going to turn to the light. We got to get it right. Jesus prayed unto the Father. And he asked him, just like any of us were asking, because sometimes we go through stuff and it don't feel good and we don't like it. And, and there's nothing wrong with telling the Lord how you truly feel, the Father, how you truly feel. But if Jesus had to pray, if Jesus talked to the Father, and we got to talk to the Father, and we got to say, nevertheless, to this world, nevertheless, I'm going to serve you. We got to have a made-up mind to serve the Lord. We're going to have to surrender our will. And have no will but that of the Father. We got to give him a whole life, a whole us, not part of us, not just on Sunday morning. We can't be churching it, y'all. We got to get it right. We got to look to Jesus. We got to look to the author and the finisher of our faith. We got to accept the will of God for our lives. And we have to follow his way. It can't be our way. It can't be the way of the world. It can't be in the way of sin. We cannot be on the highway of sin. As the other would say, we got to be on Highway 66. The word of God. The business and books of the body. To know the will of God for our lives. How can we not know His will? It's very important that we ask Him, as Paul told them in Colossians, we need to have knowledge and understanding of God's will for our life so we won't perish without a vision. We got to know the will of God for our lives. Jesus knew the will of God for his life. He knew what he was about to go through, but he still said, nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. I don't know about you, but I said, nevertheless, not my will, but the will of the Father be done in my life. So we're going to walk for him. We got to do it all the way. 
It can't be part of the way, but it's got to be all of the way. You know, in the word of God, Jesus said in um, John 6 and 38 and 40, and I'm going to read it. It said, for I have come down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him that sent me. And this is the Father's will, which have sent me, that all which have given me, I shall lose nothing, but shall rise it up again at the last day. And this is the will of him that sent me, that everyone which sees the Son, Jesus, and believe on him may have everlasting life. And I will raise him up in the last day. Jesus said he came down from heaven to do what? To do the will of the Father. He was came down from heaven, down 42 generations, to do the will of the Father who sent him. That none would be lost. He said, I was sent by my heavenly Father, so that all of us can rise again in the last day. He's soon to return, y'all, and we got to get it right. We got to be doing the will of the Father. If he has sent you, if he has sent you, if he has chosen you, you must do the will of the Father. If you don't know what that will is, seek God in prayer to know the knowledge, to get knowledge and understanding of the will of God for your life. You cannot turn away from the will of God. You must do the work. You must say, nevertheless, Father, Thou will be done in my life. Do the will of the Father. Don't put nothing before the living God, nor his work. Get your heart right. Ask God to create in you a clean heart and you renew a right spirit in you that you may do the work of God, clean heart and clean hands. The will of God and his purpose for your life. We're all sent for a purpose. And God has a will for all of our lives. But we have to seek him to know the purpose and the will for our lives. Pray and ask God what ministry that you need to be under so you can get the right leadership, that you can get the right counsel and all things, so that you will have the will of God operating in your life. Jesus was the son of God, and he still prayed. He still sought the will of God. He still did the work of God, even though it was affliction and persecution and all these things, and many of us we we'll turn away from God when we get what we want from God. We turn away from God. We want to do our own thing. 
We make promises and we don't keep them. But God holds you accountable of those promises that you have made unto God. We put God on the back burner. We need to get it right. We need to put him first. We got to be like Jesus, and we got to do the work of God. Also in um, John 5, it also said the verse number 30, and Jesus said, I, I can't on my own self do nothing. We can't do nothing by ourselves. As I hear, I judge, and my judgment is just because I seek not my own will. See, we're seeking our own will. We're seeking our own way. We're not seeking the way of God. We're seeking everything but that. We're seeking our own way, how we want to live, how we want to do things, how we want to do ministry, how we want to pray. We got to get it right. We cannot seek our own will, but the will of the Father. We can't have our own will, not walking with Jesus. You don't belong to yourself. You belong to the Father. And we got to get it right. And Jesus said, I I cannot seek my own will, but the will of my Father which have sent me. Now, if you're doing your own thing and you're doing on your own will, well, I wonder who sent you. Because if Jesus, the Son of God, had to be obedient unto the will of God, then we must be obedient unto the will of God. We have to be obedient. We cannot do it in our own way. We can't just do it on Sunday. We can't do it the way we want to do it. We got to do it the way God says to do it. Even if it causes affliction, even if it causes people to hate us, even if it causes people to mock us, even if it causes us to be persecuted and afflicted and causes pain and suffering, we still got to say, nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done, Father. Father God, we got to get it right. The problem is, we want to do everything in our own will, not in the will of God. We're so busy trying to be seen. We're trying to beat the next person. We're trying to have the biggest church. We got all this religion all messed up in this. Jesus ain't about no religion. He's about relationship. And he ain't about no bigger church either. It's not our will be done. It is God the Father will be done. We got to give up our will for his will. Will you give up your will for his will? Are you willing to give it up? Give it up. You got to surrender all. You got to give up some things. You're going to have to give up some people. You're going to have to give up some ways. You are, there's a lot of stuff that you got to do to walk with Jesus. The walking righteous and the holding it with clean, hard and clean. There's a lot of stuff you're going to have to give it up. You're going to have to surrender your will. You cannot have a will of your own. It can only be the will of God. He knows the will that he has for your life. The Holy Spirit knows the will that God has for your life. We got to get some understanding and some knowledge so that we'll know the will of God for our lives. So we won't be led here and there and everywhere. 
and blown, as I said, all kind of false doctrine in everywhere and false prophets everywhere. When we know the will of God for our lives, we won't fall for the foolishness. We'll know that that's not God's will for our life. No matter what we go through. So we got to let God's kingdom come and let his let his kingdom come in our life and let his will be done in our life. No matter what we go through. And I know that there's a lot of believers going through a whole lot of things. And a lot of people don't realize that they go through something. I'm talking about the ones that real now. I ain't talking about the fake ones. I'm talking, I ain't talking about them smiling all the time and all of that. I'm talking about the ones that are truly going through some stuff for Jesus. I'm talking about ones that are being hated, persecuted, lied on, talked about, backbiting, stabbed in the back, rocks thrown out, persecuted. But yet they're saying, nevertheless, not my will be done. They got a heart that is made up and a mind that's made up to serve the Lord no matter what they go through, because you know the word of God tells them, many affliction of the righteous, but God will deliver us out of them all. But we must know the will of God for our lives and stop receiving all this what? Oh, help us, God, Help us. We're receiving. Look, it's like this. Everything somebody put on your plate, you can't eat it. It ain't gone. You can't eat everything. You better know what to eat and what not to eat. Now, all the rest of it, you better throw it in the trash because it ain't worth nothing. You want to know the true will of God in your life so you won't be trying to operate in stuff that you are not to be in. You want to make sure. Jesus knew the will of God. Even though he said to God, you know, he was just being real with God, you know, hey, is it some other kind of way? Sometimes we have that God, is it another way? You know, sometimes God tells us, go over here. We say, Lord, I don't want to go over there. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I don't like that. I don't want to do that. I don't like that. I don't want to do it. But Jesus said, well, nevertheless. So we got to say, nevertheless, not your, not my will, but your will. Can't be your will. It cannot be your will. It just simply cannot be your will. We have got to know who Jesus is for ourselves. We got to know the will of God for our life, for ourselves. And if you're in the right place and under the right ministry, God will put people there that will help you get into the places and the will of God. So if you just out there just doing everything willy-nilly, you just out there doing all your own thing, God ain't called you, you're going to get hurt out there. <laughs> the devil going to whoop you. Oh, help today, Lord. We got to know the will of God. Because God must be glorified in everything that we do. And so we must know the will of God. So I want to encourage you to seek the knowledge and understanding of the will of God for your life. And when you do that, you can say, nevertheless, not my will. Let your will be done in my life, Father. You can say those things when you know the will of God for your life and knowing what that will is. If you don't know what the will is, and you're just stepping everything everybody tells you and ain't even the will of God for your life. You don't even know what you're doing. <laughs> Some of you don't even know how to pray. Lord, help us. Don't you know how to pray? 
I heard of people saying they went to that place and people that that the middle to the different side even know how to pray. Do you know the will of God for your life? That's my question to you today. Do you know the will of God for your life? It, did he send you to do what you're doing right now? I, I, we know today that you can just you can buy a degree off the line. We know it. We know that you can be you can um what a profession and, and become a preacher. But did God send you? Is that God will for your life? And are you operating kind of operating the gift that you're not called to be in? That's not the office you're supposed to be operating. Or should you be operating in office? That's why we need to get some wisdom. And some understanding of the will of God for our life so we won't be out there doing stuff and uh, we ain't got no being to do it. We need to ask God what is his will for our life. Jesus knew His God's will for his life, and even though he didn't want to go through that cup of suffering, he did. We got to know the will of God for our life, and then we will go through some stuff. We're going to go through some suffering. We're going to go through market persecution. Honor. We are in the last days. We are in the last day, and we have got to get it right. we got to know whether, what the will of God is for our life. We cannot have our own will, our own will. We must have the will of the Father. That's what we need to be working, doing the work of God, going around, doing the work and doing good, doing the work, walking word of the profession so that we will bring glory unto God's name. We cannot seek our own will. We must be saying, as Jesus said in the word, Father, if thou be willing, remove this cup from me, but nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. Amen. To God be the glory. Nevertheless, not my will but thy will be done in my life. And we just pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the word that we have received today. We pray, Father God, in the name of Jesus, that you will give us wisdom and spiritual understanding and knowledge of your will for our lives. Don't let us go around, Father, doing our own thing, not seeking your will, Lord. Let us seek your will in all things, O God. We thank you, Father God, for Jesus. We thank you for all that he has done for each of us. We pray, Father God, that you will help us to surrender all unto you. We pray, Father God, that we will give up our will and have no will but the will of the Father. We give you all the glory. We pray, Father, that you will let thy kingdom come in our lives and let thy will be done in our lives, even now, in the name of Jesus. We give you Praise and honor and glory, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, Father. We pray that every person under the sound of my voice and all those that come back in the archive, we pray, Father God, that you will give unto them the knowledge and the understanding of the will for their lives. 
that you have for them to do, that they may walk worthy of your of the profession that you have ordained for them to be doing. So we thank you for it right now. In the mighty name of Jesus, we call those things that be not as though they were in the mighty name of Jesus. It is so and it is done. Amen. To God be the glory. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done in Jesus' name. Amen. We want to... Uh, Give the invitation to Christ at this time, amen. If you don't know Christ, amen, we want to encourage you to, to give your life to Christ today. If you would just say this prayer, Lord, I'm a sinner in need of a Savior. Save my soul. Come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior. I believe that you live and died and rose again just for me. And if you said that prayer, we want to encourage you just to inbox me there on Facebook, Elaine Jackson, or Voice of Truth. We also want to encourage you to become a follower of the, uh, these ministries up on the Without Walls Worldwide Ministry. We are Bible-believing churches without walls. We are spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ all around the world. We want to welcome you to the body of Christ. If you are a church going, and you just churching it, amen, and we all know whether we are or not, amen. I used to be a church going and just churching it too many years in the church, amen. And I want to encourage you if you want a, a church uh, churching it, uh, a church goer, amen, just a traditional thing, just a religious thing, amen, it's time to come out of religion, amen, because religion going to take a lot of people to hell. Glory be to God. We just thank God for it. We're going to ask you just to say, Lord, save me. And if you said that prayer and you honestly do repent of your sin, just hit me up there on Facebook, Elaine Jackson, or Voice of Truth. If you are a backslider, we want to encourage you to come back to the Father. Amen. Come back to the Father. Come back now while the blood is yet running warm in your veins. Amen. God says in his word that he's ever married to the backslider. The time is now. We are living in the last days. and. Jesus is soon to return, even though we don't know the day nor the hour. We must be ready. Our house must be in order. We got to get it right. Come out of the world of sin and come back until your to your father. Come back until the sheepfold while the blood is yet running warm in your veins. Tomorrow's not promised to none of us the next second. So if you are a black side, I just want to encourage you to say, Lord, save me. I repent. Of my sin, turn from sin and sin no more, so a worse thing won't come upon you. We thank God for every backslider, every church, church going and churching it, and those that are new to Christians unto Christ. I want to encourage you all to hit me up on Facebook, Amen. Uh, Elaine Jackson, all voice of truth, Amen. And we will. Now we get with my leaders, amen, and we will sit up session with you to get you ready so we can help you get some understanding, to help you to get some knowledge of the will of God for your life so you won't just be out there doing anything and God ain't called you to do it, amen. We want to make sure that we walking in the will of God, amen. To God be all of the glory, amen. I'm going to go ahead and do the general announcement. We do hope and pray that you tune in today to Pathetic Corner. Uh, she, Prophetess Martha, is the first half of the uh, hour, uh, hour of Power Pathetic Corner Ministries, amen, from 5 o'clock to 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Voice of Truth is the second half of the hour of power from 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, amen. They call us the hour of power, amen. So we want to encourage you to get connected so that you can get these two hours of power, amen, so you can get the will of God 
and know what God is saying to his church, amen, in these last and evil days, amen. I want to encourage you, Apostle Martha ministry has been a blessing to you, which I know it has. I want to encourage you to sow an offering into her ministry, amen. We got to get it right, amen. Uh, if you want to talk to the prophet, amen, you can inbox us there on Facebook, Prophetess Martha Williams. Um, and Martha Williams, amen. You can inbox the devil, come with an awesome to the prophet, amen. To God be the glory, powerful woman of God. So I want to encourage you to get connected and stay connected, amen. Then on Tuesday night, we have for you one word from the Lord with my leaders, Apostle, Prophet Yvonne Ryle, and Pastor Joseph Ryle, amen. Um, one word from the Lord, amen. Prophetess and Prophet. Uh, Yvonne Ryle is the president and the founder of Without Wild Worldwide Ministries, amen. So her and Pastor, amen, are my leaders, amen, and they are on every Tuesday night at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time here on Block Talk Radio Live. I don't know about you, but I need a word from the Lord, and they always come with a powerful word from the Lord. And if you missed the message last week, I want to encourage you to go back and listen to that message. It is a powerful word from the Lord. Amen. And you can follow them there on Block Talk Radio. Just click the follow button. Also, for the Pathetic Corner and Voice of Truth, you can just Google us, and you should be able to find us. Follow that follow that button, and you will get messages on the uh, reminders of when the shows are to come on every um, uh, every. Sunday, every Tuesday, and then every Saturday, amen. I want to encourage you also to sow uh, a seed into Without Walls Worldwide Ministry, one word from the Lord. One word from the Lord is their radio, online radio broadcast every Tuesday night, so we want to encourage you to get connected. You can go ahead and put that in your phone. Just knock it, lock it into your phone, amen, to be a part of what God is about to do. And this man and woman of God life. If you need a coach, a mentor, if you need discipleship, uh, license, they can do all of that. If you need counseling for your marriage, amen, you need counseling for your marriage, amen. Somebody needs some counseling for the marriage. I want to encourage you to get connected to Pastor Joseph Rowe or Prophet Yvonne Rowe there on Facebook and just tell them, hey, you heard it all, voice the truth, and you need some help. And they will help you. They've been married for a long, long time. And they can help you if you want to be helped. You want some help, God got some help out there. So you can't tell God when that time comes that I couldn't get no help. I didn't know about Jesus. I didn't know about the word because you can get the word anywhere now. It's all over the world. Every cracking corner can get the word of God now. So it's no excuses. When that time comes, so we got to get ready. Amen. So I want to encourage you to get connected to my leader, awesome man and woman of God. On Saturday, we have for you Faith Come by Hearing Ministry with your host, Elder Evangelist Bertha Askew, a powerful woman of God. We want to encourage you to get connected to her ministry and stay connected. She's on the air live at 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time every Sunday, a powerful woman of God, a praying woman of God. She can get a prayer. Uh, if a ministry has been a blessing to you, the same as a uh, pastor and apostle, if their ministry has been a blessing to you, I want to encourage you to sow an offering into their ministry. Amen. And God is going to bless you if you be obedient unto that. Amen. To God be the glory. We just can't 
side of it. We got to stop receiving the word in one place and then taking the offering and the tithe and the tenth over to other ministry. God is not pleased with that. It's got to stop. Amen. To God be the glory. But I want to encourage you to do that and give it from your heart. Don't give it grudgingly. If you're going to give it grudgingly, don't give it. We want to encourage you to sow into these ministries of God. Amen. Amen. To God be all the glory. We want to also encourage you to become a wild partner for an offering of $25 or more. If you become a partner, you receive certain perks. We'll put you on our prayer list. And as I said earlier, we got praying, praying, some praying saints on on this team. There's some praying men and women of God, amen, on this team. Um, Prophetess Martha can pray the house down. Apostle uh, and Pastor Elder, I can pray it down. We can pray. We get some prayer up. We can get the prayer up to the Lord. <laughs> so that's where you want to be. So you're going to give away $25. You're going to throw away $25. Look, don't throw your money away. Put it in a place where you can receive a harvest. So you've got to have seed in the ground. You cannot get a harvest without seed in the ground. So we got to put some put some seeds in the ground, but we got to put them in ministry where the ground is fertile. We got to put it in ministry where God has ordained and sent the, sent the people to do the work. If you do it, I guarantee you, you're going to receive a harvest off of that. It's going to be just what you need when you need it. So I want to encourage you to put some seeds in your, in the ground. You can't hold on to it like Pastor said with a bulldog grill and don't want to let it go. You've got to let the seed be planted. Seed has to go in the ground and seed has that. It has to bring forth a harvest. How are you going to bring forth a harvest if you never plant a seed? You know, that's one thing I try to do is to make sure that I'm obedient to the seed time and harvest. So you want to do that because it will always be seed, time, and harvest. And so if you don't have any seed in the ground and if you're not sowing them, and you might be sowing them in some place and not fertile ground, and you're just giving your money away to somebody and you're not receiving anything. So I want to encourage you today to sow into this, these ministries, pathetic corner, voice of truth, one word from the Lord, faith come by hearing ministry. God will tell you what to sow in these ministries. He's trying to get something to you, as my pastor was saying. He's trying to get something to you, but you've got to be obedient and plant the seed. Harvest, Amen. And we also want to encourage you, if you have not purchased my ebook, The Hard Reflection is only two ninety nine. You can go to my Facebook page. I want to encourage you also to follow me there on Facebook, either Elaine Jackson, which is my personal page, or Voice of Truth is my ministry page. So you can follow me on either one of those pages, amen, or both pages. I want to invite you to do that, amen. Also follow us on Twitter and Pinterest. Follow us there and our blog as well. Give God all the praise. We're going to get out of here. Um, I'm going to go ahead and do the benediction now to him that is able to keep you from falling, to present you falling before the presence of his glory with the seating joy. To the only wise God, I say, you be glory, majesty, dominion, and power, both now and forever. Amen. Have a blessed week in the name of the Lord. God loves you. We love you, too, here at Voice of Truth Worldwide Ministry. Meet you here next week at the same place at the same time here on Block Talk Radio at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We love you. Have a great week in the name of the Lord. Be blessed.